Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Mindsetting Podcast. I'm your host Goro Tang. And before we start, if you have not done yet, then please hit that subscribe button and give your like to this episode. This way, you can help to share this podcast with more people who might need to listen it. Anyways, so let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another enlightening episode of The Mindsetting where we delve into the depths of the mind and explore topics that shape our well-being. And today, we are going to discuss a subject that holds paramount importance in our lives. Why mental health matters and how to improve it. In a world that's constantly bustling, it's essential to pause and reflect on the significance of our mental well-being. So, let us dive right in. To kick things off, let us establish a foundation by understanding what mental health truly means. Mental health refers to our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act, influencing our ability to handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. So mental health isn't just about the absence of mental illness, It's about experiencing life with vitality and resilience. And by the way, we also have an episode on vitality. So I would like if you also go and check it out. So why exactly is mental health so crucial in our lives? Let us explore some compelling reasons. First of all, mental health affects every aspect of our lives, be it our relationships, work performance, physical health, and overall quality of life. So in other words, our mental well-being serves as the foundation for our overall well-being. Just as we prioritize our physical health by eating well and exercising, we must also prioritize our mental health by practicing self-care and seeking support when needed. Mental health is not a luxury but a necessity. Just like we take care of our bodies, we must take care of our minds. Mental health isn't confined to just our minds. It has a profound impact on our physical health as well. So let us delve into this connection. Chronic stress and unmanaged mental health issues can lead to a range of physical health problems, including heart disease, uh, weakened immune systems, and digestive disorders. Our bodies and minds are linked in a very complicated and detailed manner and without doubt nurturing our mental health can lead to a healthier and longer life. On the other hand, also relationships are deeply influenced by our mental well-being. Mental health affects our ability to communicate, empathize and connect with others. When we are emotionally well, our relationship thrives. On the flip side, struggles with mental health can strain relationships and lead to misunderstandings. Now that we have a brief understanding of mental health, let us take a look at some good mental health tips that will nurture our well-being for the long haul. All of us struggle with our mental health from time to time, as we take precautions to preserve our overall health and build strength. Let us do the same for our mental health to maintain it and prepare for the days when it could be vulnerable. Let me share with you the 9 tips that I personally exercise to help me stay well. Tip number 1. 
write about your emotions and what you feel. A great habit to develop is to write about your emotions, especially the overwhelming ones. This not only helps in letting off the way, but also in understanding ourselves. Looking at those words later on will help in recognizing the way that you think and approach a situation. In many cases, journaling has helped me realize the transient nature of things. No matter how bad the thing gets or how long it stretched, it eventually passes. Sometimes I would read what I wrote a week ago and realize that I didn't even remember what I was worried or sick about back then. In addition to this, you can keep a gratitude journal to note down all the things that go well on sunny or stormy days. Tip number two, don't put on a happy face always. Yep, don't do it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to make yourself feel better all the time, but to stop pretending, numbing, or subsiding your pain. Being strong does not mean that you don't let stuff get to you. It's about how you deal and grow from it. One of my best friends lost his father to COVID. And when I asked him if he had let out his tears, he said that he couldn't because his mother would become weaker seeing him crumble. And that scared me. Going through this terrible tragedy and not even being able to express your feelings would be so taxing. So I always say, embrace the sadness that you feel. It is also a part of you. There is no need to pretend that you are okay when you are not. Tip number three, quit overthinking. This is one of the hard ones, I know. Overthinking is a horrible habit that many of us practice in our day-to-day lives. And I say practice because we can let go of it. Thinking over the past misfortunes and mistakes, fearing what could go wrong, doubting yourself, all of these things don't help us. Recently, I was overthinking relentlessly if a particular person was upset with me. I kept thinking and thinking until I realized that I was holding myself too much accountable. So I suddenly asked myself, what proof do you have to support this claim? I had none. And suddenly I relaxed. Turned out no one was upset with me. What a waste of energy. But thankfully, I learned a great trick that I will apply until I work on this nasty habit. Tip number four, do what helps you. These are the habits that will always be helpful for you. Some are relevant to everyone such as eating healthy, exercising regularly, taking breaks from social media, resting well, keeping a balance between personal and professional life, and the list goes on. And some are unique just to you. You know what works best for you. Activities that help you to improve your being. For example, painting, listening to your favorite playlist, driving, reading, uh, going through old photo albums, cuddling with your pet, bike around your city, swimming, staring at the sky, or simply just doing nothing. So keep doing those activities regularly, which are unique to you to keep your mental health nourished with care. Tip number five, immerse yourself in empowering content. You know that feeling after watching a really inspiring video, a thought-provoking quote, 
some deeply impactful words, it's great, isn't it? Well, most times we stumble upon content like this. But let us not put it to chance all the time. We can make efforts to stay connected to the content that empowers good mental health. You can subscribe to helpful blogs, Instagram accounts, subreddits, Facebook groups, inspiring songs and movies, YouTube channels, books, workshops, and if nothing, just put on your headphones and listen to the Mindsetting podcast. Make sure that you have things to lift you when you get down. Content like this not only serves as a spark to your day, but also something that can give you hope during tough times. Tip number six, don't be too hard on yourself. Listen, we all make mistakes. No one knows everything. We are all learning and growing at our own pace. Not every day is going to be perfect and productive, and that is completely fine. Sometimes you might say the wrong words, Some criticism is good for us, but not if we take it as a personal failure. We are only human. This does not mean that we are not responsible to have good behavior and do the best that we can, but when we do fall short despite good intentions, we should always be ready to forgive ourselves. Say to yourself, it's okay. You did your best. Also, limit how much multitasking that you do. Taking more on your plate than you can handle might give results in the short term, but making it a part of your lifestyle is not beneficial. Take breaks, keep it light, and work as a human, not machine. Tip number seven, keep close to your true friends. We all know friendship is perhaps the greatest blessings in our life. Having people that you trust and feel understood is a beautiful feeling, isn't it? However, as time goes by, distance and other priorities might become a factor that reduces how much we used to spend time with our friends. But let us do our best to at least keep in touch and be there for each other. Talking to friends and letting them know about what is going on in our lives make it a sad experience and reduces the amount of strain that we should have to go through alone. Also, their perspective helps in sorting between real problems and wrongly assumed ones. Their support empowers us on the days when we are not so sure about ourselves. And their humor makes our hearts sparkle. Tip number eight, always respect yourself. I recently read it somewhere that we must be careful of how much we tolerate because that is teaching other person how to treat us. Don't let politeness get in the way of being respectful to yourself. Be clear about how something makes you feel. It doesn't have to be rude, but it has to make your point clear. Just as you would take care of the ones you love, take care of your own self. You deserve to have your boundaries appreciated. You deserve to be treated well by others and by yourself. Take a look at how you talk to yourself because your mind is listening. You wouldn't be so happy with someone talking to you in a demeaning way, right? So make sure to apply that on yourself too. And the last but not least, tip number nine, practice mindfulness. And this is the most important of all. When the word mindfulness comes, it scares many. 
But mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we are doing, and not being reactive or overwhelmed by what is going on around us. It is to be where you are, to focus on your body, feel your breath, and notice your thoughts. Your mind will wander in thoughts, and that is okay. That is how mind works. But what matters is to bring yourself back to the present moment by focusing on the breaths. Mindfulness is a way to train and control our attention. It is for the mind and body to be in the same place at the same time, that is, the present moment. So I strongly recommend to practice mindful meditations, at least 10 minutes a day. It will help you focus and be mindful in whatever you do. And that's all. These were 9 habits for you to improve your mental health and nurture it for life. Some of these habits might not have sounded like habits per se, but if you see them that way, then they become simple to practice. So let us do the best for ourselves. As we conclude this episode, I want to leave you with a simple reminder. Your mental health is your most precious asset. Just as you care for your physical health, prioritize your mental well-being too. Share this episode with someone who might benefit from understanding the importance of mental health. Let us continue to spread awareness and work towards a world where mental well-being is a top priority. If you found this episode insightful, remember to subscribe, share and leave us a review. Until next time, Remember that taking care of your mind is a journey worth embarking on. Stay mindful, stay well.